Listening Dog Media. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The hot mess mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. I'm Jenny Powell. And, oh, she's fit as. Look at you. Well, if you can't see her, she's got a baseball cap on, a really cool, tight little vest top, and it is the one and only Natalie Lowe. Look at Yay. you. Yay! Hi! How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks to our sponsor, Swan, we're going to be making this Christmas one to remember for one mum in the club. So thank you so much for your nominations so far. Keep listening to find out more details and visit swanbrand.co.uk to check out some of their gorgeous products. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Where have you been? You look like you've just been out jogging or working out or something. I'm sure you have. Well, I have like a 14-month cockapoo and if he doesn't get walked, he's an absolute nightmare for the whole day. So <laughs> honestly, because Jack's about eight months and Jack's starting to like really enjoy like little toys and things and I, I, I'm constantly picking up after my cockapoo not my baby my cockapoo it's <laughs> the nightmare and I just I, I've just had to say if I don't go out every morning with the two boys then my life's a nightmare <laughs> I love the way the cockapoo is more admin than your your new it baby is. I would never do that ever again to be honest I would do baby first and then cockapoo maybe two or three years down the track Maybe it's breed a dog, because I think cockapoos are a bit of, no offence, but my staffy. I mean, I have to wake her up in the morning. She, like, has a lion. Really? But I think it's a cockapoo thing, because whenever I take yeah. the dogs out, the cockapoos are just manic. They're like these <laughs> fluffy, like, fluffy fireworks that are just sh- shooting across the field every five seconds. I'm like, who would have one of those? But obviously, yeah. Natalie Lowe would. <laughs> well, I, I, I thought, I wouldn't do a Springer Spaniel type cockapoo because they're even more manic. Like, you you just can't run them enough. Yeah. But um, I think in maybe a couple of years, he'll just calm down a little bit. I'm praying. I'm just <laughs> they, saying, though, Natalie, I'm just saying yeah. that a dog and an owner, it's, they always say the dog's always just like their owner. So is this true? <gasps> is this true? <laughs> mm. um, yeah, I'm pretty crazy, I must say. Like... Uh, I, I'm quite energetic and uh, yeah, I can't keep still for most of the day. I can't have my naps in the day. It's just kind of like all and then nothing. I'm like, right, okay. by the time I get to bed at night, I'm just like, ah, yeah. So um, is that part yeah. because obviously 
I mean, you're a dancer, so you've got to have bundles of energy anyway, haven't you? And high, high fitness levels. I mean... It's unbelievable. I mean, mm. when I was on Strictly, I was doing, you know, 12, 13, 14 hours a day more. Wow. Um, living off sort of three, four hours sleep a night. And that was for the whole duration of the show. Um, whether it be, you know, being in the studio or researching or choreographing or practicing yeah. or re-choreographing if it didn't suit the celebrity that you kind of, you think, okay, this should work. And then you get into the studio and you think, oh my God, this is just not mm. how, I, how I expected <laughs> it to be. So then you go home that night and then you re-choreograph and then you just hope for the best. So it is constant. And we do all of the group rehearsals as well with all the professionals like two, three months prior to the show even starting. Now that's every day. We're just churning out routines. Um, and wow. then even when Strictly is not on, I'd be touring with lots of different companies. So it was just, yeah, it was really full on, never stopped. But I liked it that way. You know, I moved from Australia in 2009 and it was just me and my dance shoes. And oh. I loved dance and I was just going to, dance until I couldn't know more and I literally couldn't know more <laughs> um, is that because you left in 2016 didn't you from the actual yes. I know you cut you come on um it takes two so we still get to see yes. you which is fab yeah. but you you left in 2016 was it a body thing because with athletes they say the same with footballers and rugby players and you reach a point where you just think okay it's time to to be a bit kinder to this now because I can't take it anymore like that it was it was a, a number of things um I just I was really lucky in my career never to have injuries and then just towards the latter part like I think the last four or five years I was just because I wasn't saying no to anything I wasn't recovering I wasn't going on holidays wasn't nurturing and nourishing my body and doing the self-care and the sleep all the things that you need to do as a professional athlete you know we didn't have sports people coming in and massaging us and treating us you know on a daily basis so you know we are on our own and, and we don't ever really get looked after as a full professional athlete even though we're doing that um it's just not the way our kind of industries worked unfortunately so i'd like to see that change um but then also i i, I met my husband and i thought i'm not getting any younger i really want to be a mum so I just had to make the choice of sort of sacrificing my life as a dancer, which I did from the age of three, and felt really comfortable and proud and happy to embrace a new chapter, although I miss the show and I miss dancing and I miss performing. But I have my new little bubba and I'm loving life with husband and yeah it's just really nice I'm, I'm really happy so um it's yeah. great when I think it's you know you look really at peace with yourself because you made that shift and it was your decision and it yeah. sounds like you were ready yes and the thing is when you say you were neglecting yourself in so many ways maybe with them dancing etc and just self-care etc at least you you were in tune with yourself to know you know it's time to move on and it's the right thing to do it's a hundred percent and it's tricky that isn't it to give up so much 
um, with the prospects of, yeah, starting a family, etc. It's a sacrifice. I mean, and obviously it's well worth it, but it's yeah. something that comes from inside. And you seem to, I wonder what it was, what the epiphany was that made you realise. I've just got chills all over my body, you saying that. Um, I, I think you just know, don't you? Like when you stop enjoying what it was that made you so happy, and like dance made me happy dance being on stage for those two hours or doing that one minute 30 dance on strictly outweighed all of the heartache and the blood and the sweat and the tears when that starts to go when you're on stage or when you're on you think you know what i'm not being true to myself i'm not being true to my celebrity this is not fair on them if i can't give one million of myself to this person because they deserve it like they're putting themselves out of their comfort zone they're putting themselves in your hands to nurture them and take care of them and to guide them and to have all the energy that you can give them to allow them to shine i just kind of knew that i was not able to give that anymore so that was a really comf that was my epiphany it's brave to do that, though, isn't it? Because there are lots of people that hang on when they're at the top of their game, even though they know it's time to go for them. And then it the kind of when they do leave, it's not the best way that they exit because they've held on past the time they should have for whatever reason. It, yeah. it takes a lot of courage to say, no, this is right now. And I'm, I'm off, basically. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was umming and ahhing still, even though I felt deep down my, I mean, who would want to leave a show like Strictly? It's one of the most loved programs in the world. I think it's in 56 countries, Dancing with the Stars everywhere else. I did Dancing yeah. with the Stars in Australia. So for me, it was kind of like my 13th, 14th season. I was there as long as Anton. And um, so that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, you shot, you always shot on there. I think you were a favorite as well. And I'm Thank not you. just saying that. Um, there I, are several uh, professionals on there that have always stood out. And for the females, I think you were that one. Oh, it's very kind of you. Again, I just love what I did. And I loved seeing people go from zero to hero in four days. And it, you invest your life's knowledge and passion and love into teaching this blank canvas. And God, it was the most rewarding job. It really was. So, so tell us about Jack as well. So he's, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think back for, for so eight months. So yeah. we're talking chubby, cheeky, oh. still not just just sort of like making a mess of food. Am I getting this right? It's yeah. all there. Chunky, chubby, cheeky. Cuddly. <laughs> he just, he's an absolute unit. Like he's, just, <laughs> he's a unit. He's just full on muscle. And yeah. I think he's going to be able to run before he can even crawl. Right. And he's got this jumbaroo thing where he's just, just like, when you hold him, he just, he thinks you're a human trampoline. It's like, I literally can't. Our hot mess mums, telling it like it is, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Gorgeous lady. More from our chat with Natalie coming up soon. But first, let me tell you about this. We know that 2020 has been a difficult year for everyone, so we want to do something to make sure one mum has a Christmas to remember for the right reasons this year. 
Our friends at Swan are helping us do this by giving you a voucher for their products for a massive £2,000. Now, if you don't know about Swan, their homeware products are amazing. They're great quality and super stylish. This money can go a long way to giving your home a facelift this Christmas. We want to find the most deserving mum in the Hot Mess Mums Club. Someone who's had the most challenging 12 months. To find them, we want you to nominate someone you know that has gone above and beyond this year, being an incredible mum in the most trying times. To do this, all you need to do is go to hotmessmumsclub.com forward slash win and let us know all about the person that you're nominating. Our Hot Mess Mums, telling it like it is, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. So you're loving, I mean, it's it's been a journey for you as well to get, you know, to at last have this this bundle of joy in your hands. And it's and it's been a rocky, emotional and pretty traumatic road for you. Yeah, I, um, I think, you know, for a lot of people, this journey is never smooth sailing, mm. you know. Um, I've, because of my recent experiences, I've now become a um, an ambassador for the Miscarriage Association just to raise awareness on how common these this is, you know, one in four. I even think it might be let, more than that, one in three. And, you know, when you're not privy to that or aware of that, when you're in your own little bubble, your world, you haven't got a lot of family or friends around you having kids and even then you don't know whether they're experiencing going through, you know, baby loss or miscarriage and um, it's such a sensitive subject for people and like you can understand why it is a taboo subject and it's not talked about because it's painful um, but at the same time holding something and I'm not telling people what to do but for myself not recognizing that I wasn't okay with my two losses and not being able to speak about it to anyone not feeling like I had the right to speak about it because two miscarriages are so common and you're told it's just normal. This is normal. You normalize it. And it's just affect me really because I'm such a chatty, bubbly, happy person. And to just kind of hit rock going from being on Strictly to to experiencing this drastic low in my life, it was hard to to come out of. And it, and it wasn't until I spoke to my mother-in-law. I spoke to my mum and dad about it loads on the phone, but they weren't in my life as such. Like, they're not coming through the front door. You haven't got to, like, put on this facade. And not that I was being false. I didn't actually realise I was struggling until I came back off a holiday with my husband. And I was like, I should be the happiest woman in the world. I've got a beautiful husband got my dog, I've got, you know, I live in a nice, nice townhouse and I've just come back from a holiday from Greece. Like I had the sun, I had the sea, which makes me tick. It's like the one thing I love the most. And I just was like, I felt so numb and empty and void and like I was alive but not really living and I was present but not really there. And then I just realised I, I just needed to tell someone that, I wasn't coping and I told my mum-in-law and it was just instant therapy for me. I just, it was just the thing I needed to do to help me on my road to recovery from feeling the way I felt. And the felt that this two years, like I had, um, um, 
I was pregnant for my wedding and we came back from the wedding and had the bad news and then five months later we went on our honeymoon and then I fell pregnant then again and then came back and experienced the same thing. So for two and a half years of our marriage was just quite a lot of heartache. Um, and although I had amazing support from James and, and people that were there for me, but I just never let them in. And it wasn't until I spoke about it that it was the best therapy for me. I just, talking so important because like I, everyone's talking about isolation now. I felt like I was isolated for two years. So I get what people are going through now and women that are going through miscarriage Sadly, at this point in time, during isolation, I just, that's why I, I needed to speak out about the Miscarriage Association because that's an avenue for information and help, call a helpline, speak to someone if they don't feel they can speak to anyone or they're not ready to speak to anyone in their current circle. And you will eventually, it's just a matter of time. Mm. Sorry, I, I'm rambling. I like to talk. No, you're not. No, but no, you said I mean, it was such... You know, it's yeah. from the yeah. heart and it's... Um, and a lot know, of women will relate to it, won't they? Do, do you know, because it is so personal when you say about the whole thing of, you know, you, you couldn't talk to anyone, you felt so alone. Because when you start, you get married and you set out to have a child, yeah. you want the baby and, you know, you do not think about anything else, really. You don't, no. as a woman, mm -hmm. you don't imagine things like that happening. It's true. And then, of course, when it does happen to you, that's that time where you're still trying to take it all in as well, which will immediately make you feel isolated anyway, because you can't quite believe it's happened to you. I mean, it's, you know, I think it's, it's so important to talk about those kind of issues so people yeah. do know that they're not alone. Kelly, I was so nervous about speaking out about it, but there's this driving energy, this burning desire inside me just to, to know that if I can just help that one person and although it's sensitive yeah. and it might drum up some feelings for a lot of people and it's funny when I joined the Miscarriage Association as their ambassador, um, they said to me, we'd really appreciate if you moved on like quite soon, like to do what you need to do to speak up about it but it's okay if you're not an ambassador for life with us because it's quite healthy to talk about it, get it off your chest, speak to lots of people, raise the awareness, and then kind of move on because move you on. need to keep, it, it's not, not nice to keep reliving things like that. And yes. it, it, would, no. it never leaves you ever. Um, of course mm. not. It's so wonderful to know that you've got Jack now and, and that going through that, you have got that baby and it has happened. And you know, how lovely all of that now that there can be a happy ending. It's it can be, it can be. And there's two things around this. I didn't want to be like, oh, and now look at my little bundle of joy, like my prize, mm. because for some people it's just- It doesn't happen. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen. Mm. And I was really conscious not to to give that energy indulge off, or uh, feel like you were involved. yeah yes. and making people feel well that's okay for you especially because you're in the limelight as well and everyone yes. you know people think well you know you're sort of blessed with some golden fairy dust which makes everything all right in your life um but i don't think anyone would ever think that of you um because like i say i think you're really genuine i think you're really passionate 
I think you come from the heart and I don't think you should ever worry yourself that people will misinterpret, Thanks. you know, where you're coming from with this. Um, and, and how can people get involved or so, so it's, you're still an ambassador just quickly, just yes. in case, cause there might be people that want to so, have other experiences, want to help out or, or know of someone. So, so there's a couple of things I'd like to express my knowledge on one thing prior to the miscarriage chat association chat. So when I had my second miscarriage, I said to the hospital doctors, I said, how do I stop this from happening again? What can I do to, to investigate? Is it me? Is it just, you just never know. And they said, you have to, I'm sorry, we're not even going to, we don't know. We can't wave a wand. Um, but you have to have three miscarriages before we'll even start to look at you and investigate. And that just didn't sit right with me. So I haven't got all the time in the world. I don't really want to go through this again unless I have to. So I did some research and I went onto the NHS website and I was on it for hours and hours and hours just searching for some form of help or answers. Or I thought, I'm not going to sit here and just wait for this to happen again. I'm going to proactively put myself out there and see if there's anything I can do to just maybe help myself in a more positive direction. And on the NHS website, you can actually go to your doctor and ask for a referral. Uh, if you're over 35 and you've experienced reoccurring miscarriages to get a referral to see your early pregnancy unit um, and they will test you, do all the things they need to do to see where you're at, where your health's at. And they will also support you when you do get pregnant through that pregnancy with IE, progesterone, good folate medication. And I was also on injections as well. And I was doing this all through my third pregnancy to try and keep Bubba from coming. And it was, I, I genuinely, may it was, maybe it was fate, maybe it was the help of the, of, uh, St. Mary's Hospital um, in Manchester, but I just want women out there to know that they can contact their early pregnancy unit to get more I didn't even know there was one. I didn't mm. even know there was one. But it's a so lot I mean, like that for women and, and issues around babies and, and also um, postnatal as well. I was talking about this to my friend. She All her stomach muscles came away. Nobody told her. It was a, a fitness instructor that actually put their fingers on her and could wow. feel that there is a lot of things. I mean, we're very lucky in this country compared to some others, but there's still a lot of things we can do better for women. And when you say that, why should you have to wait for three losses? Exactly. It's a human you know? being we're talking about. It's a mm -hmm. life. It's a yeah. little, it, you're right. And it, that's just why I wanted to speak out as well. So people who might be thinking, well, I've had two or three or four miscarriages and maybe just, contact their early pregnancy unit and really get their GP to look and say, I had to go to my GP and say, I would like a referral please to the early pregnancy unit in St. Mary's in Manchester. And they said, no, it's not a thing. I was like, it is a thing. And we went on the NHS website together in, in the doctor's surgery and she just went, oh my goodness, I had no idea. And she signed me a referral and then a couple of months later, I was taken under the wing of the amazing early pregnancy unit. And I tell you, it was almost like a massive weight was lifted off my shoulders. Like 
I was in their hands now yeah, and I didn't have last. to think, what can yeah. I do? Am I doing? Aren't I doing? And it's all down to you. It's so stressful. And in a way, yeah. you feel like, I, I, I'm not supposed to have to do all this and go through all this, you know. Right. So for you, it must have been a real sort of like burden, a, a lift. And um, then you can crack on with just staying healthy and doing what you have to do to, oh, to incubate yes. and look, look after that little bundle of joy. Obviously, the, fir the first 12 months were very nerve-wracking, 12, yeah. 12, 12 week trimester. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's the knowing that you've got their support. Like you said, it just take, it enables you to enjoy your pregnancy. Yeah. And then if, you know, if it doesn't, if it's, and I'm not saying this is always going to end in a positive result, but at least you're taking the steps to, mm -hmm. to help you get there. And um, one of the reasons... Um, I love being a part of the miscarriage association now just to answer your other question is that um nobody wants to to put the pressure on the nhs at the moment mm -hmm. because of what's what's been happening yeah so the miscarriage association hotlines helplines have just gone up by 40 percent and they just need some funds to keep the helpline open so they're raising yeah. awareness for the next 100 days they're trying to raise £25,000 just to keep the helplines open to help women that are still in isolation that might not want to go and put the pressure on the NHS. So, yeah, they're doing a campaign called Miles That Matter. Okay, Miles That Matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, www.miscarriageassociation.org.uk forward slash Miles That Matter. Mm -hmm. And you can either just go online and make a donation or you can get involved and do whatever it is you want to do. Hop, skip, run, walk, dance. Wear out a uh, cockapoo. Run out a cockapoo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh dear. Oh. That's, the, that's the thing that's going to stand out the most, I think, from this chat. The cockapoo. Yeah, Natalie Lowe's cockapoo. He's, dead He's the most... But, you look at him and you just think, oh, my God, how could I ever think about wanting to give you away? <laughs> I've got two dogs and two kids and I regularly want to give them all away. So I think that's just <laughs> yeah. normal. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. Become a member of the Hot Mess Mums Club today and join our amazing community of mums across the country. Being a parent can be a lonely place at times, so come and be a part of our special club and we can get through our parenting struggles together. Once you join the club, you'll receive an amazing goodie bag which has some incredible things inside that we've worked well, really hard on getting. Bag. Yeah, that goodie bag itself, that's a nice bag, isn't it? It is. It's beautiful. Yeah. Designed by Sea Soul and Snow, the lovely Sinead, who's also designed the t-shirts, which are just gorgeous. Yeah, and then you've um, got my green stem CBD. We've got the lovely lip oh. balm, which is really lovely. You can even rub yeah. it on bikes and stings, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> oh, these fabulous protein bars. Yes. Um, they're vegan. They're oh, the flavours are awesome. And that's from Misfit. So, yeah, Christmas come early. <laughs> and no goodie bag is complete without a mug, Jen. Your cup oh off. gosh, yeah, mug. I forgot about mug, mug. as well. <laughs> yeah, what a mug. <laughs> Not only that, but you'll also get bonus bits from every episode. Have access to exclusive Zoom lunches with our fellow mums and live shows, and you'll even be able to join the two of us on Instagram Live. To become a member of the Hot Mess Mums Club, visit our website at hotmessmumsclub.com and sign up today. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Can James dance? Have you taught yes. him? Right, yeah. Can no, I've not oh. taught him. He's a natural. He is he? Oh, that's good. I mean, he's got some I, snake hips. Is he like, good? Has he? Has yeah. he? 
Stockport boy with Stockport boy, and he's he's got the groove going on. Yeah, he's right, we'll have to see this. Okay. Do you know why we're whispering? Because you don't want him to know what. No, is he? Is he? He's getting embarrassed. Is he laughing? Is it going on? Is he? I taught him our wedding dance the day before, and he smashed it. We did a Viennese waltz and a child. Oh my god! I was about to turn off. He's just like, no, not yet. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was, oh, he was amazing. Amazing. How oh, cool we, is that? Yeah, we had a wedding dance. We had an instructor, but it involved Chris picking me up and like twirling me around in the air. He did his back a few times. And on the day, he said, I don't know how this is going to go. We've got a video. But he did manage to do it. But he's so skinny and he's not a dancer. He doesn't have snake hips. So it was quite concerning. But we did. We did. <laughs> Did you guess That's like it? Sorry? Did you guess like it? Yeah, they loved it. it yeah, do you know did. what? There's something really special about having a dance and having somebody teach you it. And we did ours to um, New York, Alicia oh. Keys, the track. Oh. Oh, it, I mean, it wouldn't have been anything like yours, Natalie. I'm not going to pretend, but <laughs> it was still good fun, you know. I just pictured you doing New York, New York with uh, Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. yeah this oh, no. Yeah. Not, <laughs> it's a bit showbiz. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> You could do it as well, though. You could have, Natalie, you could have had in Stockport, country jungle where dreams are made. Oh, couldn't you? <laughs> See, it, it works. It works. Oh. Yeah, it is. It's oh. cool. God, we can go off. What? Well, I'm divorced, so it's a bit weird. But no, oh. I, mine was on an Italian lake. But I do remember that they were like, um, it was, yeah, it was open air. Uh, but I don't remember the dance. So there was a sign. There was an omen, if I ever remember. <laughs> I, I bet Martin can move though. Yeah, Martin's a good dancer. Yeah, yeah Martin. Well, he's quite. He often goofy. appears with no top on on this. Yeah, and... He's a bit of a. But you'll meet him in the church here right. with the dogs and everything <laughs> else. We're going to have to just like rent the whole place out. I feel so left out. <laughs> you and I should just get married and just yeah, be happily ever after. Yeah. Dog walks and our yeah. trips. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole you life. I'm just visualising it now. But honestly, this has been one of the loveliest chats I've had in a long time. Honestly, Natalie, it really has. Um, And we really, really appreciate you taking the time out as a busy mum and all the things you're doing. We wish you the best of luck. We really do. Well, thanks so much, guys. Natalie. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Thanks again to Swan for sponsoring the episode of the Hot Mess Mums Club. We're giving away an incredible voucher for Swan's products worth £2,000 all across this series. We want to find the most deserving mum in the Hot Mess Mums Club and we need you to help us. To do this, all you need to do is go to hotmessmumsclub.com forward slash win and let us know all about the person you're nominating. Entries close at 23.59 on Thursday, 3rd of December, 2020. After this, we'll go through all the entries before finding our hero mum of 2020. Good luck.